I did it last time. Oh no, you did it last time. And you aced it. Yeah, maybe I should do it again then. Yeah. yeah. Hi, welcome to Movie Nush with Mike and Josh, where each week you get a... Oh, fucked it up. You get a what? I don't know. <laughs> what is my life? Sorry. Okay. Um, hi, welcome to Movie Nush with Mike and Josh, where each week we sink our teeth into a different movie feast. Cue theme music. Well, that comes in. You see my hands. <laughs> that's how it's like, like an anxious T-Rex. <laughs> um, okay, let's start this week with some movie news. Movie news. It's movie news. It's Josh's big chinned movie news. Oh, that's kind of disappointing. Anyway, I just had a glance at your profile and couldn't see the rest of my. I, I do have what I would call a um, ecliptical profile. Big nose, big chin makes it look like a. Punch and Judy doll. A crescent moon. Maybe I should call it crescential. Yeah. Not your lips. I can't talk again, ever. It is a bit punchy. Yeah. The ladies love it. Yeah. (laughs) So, do you want some movie news? I do, yeah. Less chin news. Less less chin news. Okay, so first of all, for anyone who is a fan of the uh, anti-hero Spawn... I am. The creator of Spawn, Todd McFarlane, or is he just the artist? I think he's yeah, both. I think he, yeah. He's both, yeah. He did both. Um, is apparently going to be directing a new Spawn movie. Did he direct the first one? Not as far as I'm aware, no. If I had to guess, he was at least a producer on it. But, um, what did you, have you seen the first one? I have. I, uh, last time I saw it was quite a few years ago, though. Secondary school, maybe. Yeah, so. it's at least ten years ago since I've seen it. Yeah, and the rest. What's your impression of the first Spawn film? Uh, I liked it very much. It's got... Uh, it's got some cool ideas, and it's the first superhero film that I saw where it was it's like an eighteen, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite graphic and it's disgusting. Like it started off Logan. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't really. No. Um, what's that guy? Who plays the clown? John Leguizamo. Uh, That's his name. I decided. Is that how you say it? I think so. Leguizamo. Leguizamo. I don't know. Lizig. Jiggly Jigglala? Yeah. He's brilliant in it. He's really, He's really... fantastic as the clown, yeah. I think they cast it perfectly. I used to have uh, nightmares about somebody standing on top of a building at night with that cape billowing in the wind, and just hunting me down. You're having nightmares about the anti-hero, the hero you're supposed to like. Yeah. I watched it far too young. Yeah, probably. I'm excited about that. I hope they actually get to do it some justice. And if they go down the sort of R-rated route like they did with Logan, I think they can actually potentially, you know... Knocking out the park. Yeah, it could be a good movie. That's could something be. to keep an eye on. Um, so apparently they're doing a, a Men in Black spin-off. Now, what I don't know is if this is the Men in Black 21 Jump Street crossover. Oh, Because yeah. they were talking about doing MIB 23 as a film. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Which sounds, to me, like a terrible idea. I just think everything that um, uh, Channing Tatum touches at the moment seems to be alright. Even Kingsman? Yeah. Okay. We'll uh, we'll touch on that later, then, won't we? Who's the um? Oh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, he and Jonah yeah. Hill have got great uh, great chemistry. They do work really well together. And Jonah Hill's great, to be honest. Uh, um, yeah. So apparently, it's going to get it's got uh, many black spin-off gets writers and the release date I think it's twenty nineteen, which is not that far away considering it's not even been written yet. How fast can they produce movies these days? It's they've probably just picked it out of their generic bucket of <laughs> storylines and just gone with it. Um, in other news, apparently Christian Stewart might become a Charlie's Angel. They might reboot it after the perfection of Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Full Throttle, <laughs> I forgot what it was called. They, um, they, yeah, I think, what was it, Bill Murray and Lucy Liu apparently hated each other. Yeah. I reckon that's probably why I didn't get a trilogy. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't like them. No? No. I mean, they were okay. They were good at the time. Like Bernie Mac. Oh, yeah, because he was the... Oh, shit! Yeah, Yeah, Bill Murray wasn't in the second one. It was Bernie Mac. Oh, is that right? God rest his soul. R.I.P. Never mind. Um, So, what do you reckon? If they bring Charlie's Angels back, do you reckon they might do it as a bit grittier? Or do you reckon they'll keep that kind of funky 70s, 80s theme? I don't think she'd be a good Charlie's Angels at all. Do you not? She's a bit too brooding. You have to be... Bit of a blonde bombshell and... Um, you have to be happy. You have to smile. <laughs> That's the thing that she doesn't do ever. 
So, do you think she shaved her head because she kept playing with her hair in her movies? There was um, there's like a, a, a video I've seen of where she goes to like play with her hair while she's getting like photographed on the red carpet, and it's after she's had her hair cut and she, she forgets, and she just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Whoops." <laughs> That'll be um, me one day. What, when you shave your head? Yeah. It's you now, mate. In a few, in a few years, <laughs> I'll go to play with my hair and I'll just be... <laughs> <laughs> that was an excellent sound effect. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty impressed with that one. I once threw some popcorn at my dad's head in the cinema and it made that noise as it skimmed off his head. That's not a true story. No, I was going to say, right, was he sat in front of you? But yeah, yeah. that would be the noise it made. It just mm. came in. <laughs> damn stuff um, I guess the last bit of movie news we should talk about is something based on next week's episode we're going to be doing a Blade Runner feature oh, yeah. episode I'm so excited where we're going to watch the original which I've already rewatched. yeah I need to watch that yeah and then we're going to go watch Blade Runner 2049 at the cinema we've booked our tickets and everything I'm watching it twice have you, you booked in to go twice yeah it's crazy but probably well worth it because as the movie news is it's getting rave reviews at the minute. It's getting like so, five out of five poppadoms from everybody. Yeah, I'm so glad. Or oh, ten out of ten poppadoms. I'm just glad that other reviewers have adopted our poppadom rating. <laughs> um, but more than that, the Guardian. I mean, I always thought it was going to be good. Um, but then, as it got closer and closer to release date, I did think Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I love um, Dennis Villeneuve. I'd really like to rival. And Rivals amazing. And Prisoners, and what else did he do? Prisoners was amazing. I don't know. Everything he does? Just everything amazing. he touches uh, is Channing Tatum. <laughs> uh, imagine if he... Oh, Channing Tatum and Dennis Villeneuve. What film could they do? Um, but um, imagine... What was I going to say? You fucking interrupted me. Sorry, mate. Don't worry, we can... Oh, uh, how uh, frequently he, he busts out these um, amazing films. <laughs> do you want to... Explain your hand action to the uh, the podcast listeners out there. By saying bust out, I think they know exactly what my hand action is. It involves busting and nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every every year he seems to produce something of high quality. Is he just on a roll? We can't even do that each week. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Oh, well, what can you do, eh? Um, so, yeah, we're super excited and we hope you're excited about it. And if you are, then look forward to the feature-length episode which will be available to listen to from the 9th, quick maths there, 9th of October, you'll get to listen to the feature-length Blade Runner episode. So, that's it for the movie news. Mike, can you take us out? Movie news, it's movie news. That was Josh's movie chain news. Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, which film do you want to review first? I would like to review Kingsman first. Kingsman, yeah, the most recent one, which has been doing very well. I think it's top in the charts in the US at the moment. It's um, not it off its top spot. Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was still lagging behind, but um, uh, that's good news. Considering it's, if you were to say Kingsman to me, I'd I'd assume it's a a British film. Set in Uh, Britain. I don't actually know. British actors. Produced, yeah, well, you say that. It's got... Oh, it's a lot of Americans this time around, hasn't it? Well, they had to do well in America somehow. Hmm, true. Um, okay, synopsis-wise, it's called a synopsis, isn't it? I, call, I think I called it a synapsis last time. Synapsis, yeah. Yeah, God, I don't, I don't like listening back to our podcast sometimes. Yeah, it's cringeworthy. Um, uh, so, uh, Kingsman headquarters are destroyed, uh, and the world is held hostage, um, which prompts the Kingsman's journey uh, to discover an allied spy organisation in the US. Uh, the two elite secret organisations must band together to defeat a common enemy. Well read off IMDB, Mike. Just <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to do. Just you beat me to it. <laughs> I could have done a better one, actually. It's, not, that doesn't it's, actually... it's a pretty short one, that, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So at the start of the film, um, there, there's a big taxi chase, and one of the agents who didn't quite get into the Kingsman comes back for a vengeance at, at our uh, leading man, Eggsy. Eggsy. A.K.A. Eggy. Uh, played yeah. by Taron. Taron Egerton. Edgerton? Ed- Edgerton. Yeah, he is a square jaw. And people he, are saying yeah. he looks like the older brother of Tom Holland, because he's also got a super square jaw. Yeah. Could yeah, be. Mo- yeah, there's some sort of Hollywood face press that's he going on. He is devilishly handsome. Is he? Well, like, when he's really... not dressed as a chap in Kingsman. He's not my type. No. You like the rounder heads. 
Yeah, bigger chins, small my side. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who, what was the Charlie was the name of the uh, failed? Yeah, who I did not recognise as like one of the guys from the first film. The first time I saw him because he's had his head shaved. Edward Holcroft is the actor, and he normally plays a, a posh, tough, foppish head. Yeah, what are they called those poshos? Dance. What? <laughs> yeah, that. country folk. Oh, okay, that's what that's short for. <gasps> I wonder if that's where that word comes from. <clears throat> Can't. Probably not. No. No. <laughs> uh, no, it's got a really good cast, this. You've got Mark Strong. Uh, I love Mark Strong. He's got a great singing voice. Does he? Uh, yeah. Um, he comes back as Merlin. Um, and then you've got Julianne Moore as the common enemy. Yeah. She's great, actually, in this. She's pretty good. Um, and then, obviously, you've got... Colin Firth. Colin Firth. I like as him. Harry. Yeah, Colin Firth is the quintessential English gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, he is, definitely. Uh, and then Michael Gambon makes an appearance. And, a very short one. Uh, what's his name? Jeffrey. Jeff Bridges. That's Jeff Bridges. That's very good impression. <laughs> Pretty much all these lines from the film as well. Yeah, he always does that. He used to enunciate. <laughs> he and I both. Tron. Uh, <laughs> and then Halle, Halle Berry makes it a weird appearance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of that she's in this. Um, and then that bloke who's in Narcos. What's his name again? It is. I'll be able to tell you. When I can find him. Is it is the word? Pedro Pascal. That's him. Yeah. Or Pascal. Pascal. The, uh, the snake. From Game of Thrones. Who's that? You, you know, the one who gets his head crushed by the mountain. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yes, yeah, it's Same him. dude. Yeah, yeah. Also, I actually skipped that series. That uh, season. I need to watch it. Sorry. <laughs> I've read the books, so oh, I know what happened. I thought you didn't read the books. I thought you said you, you gave up on the books. No, I read them all. Okay, even too many the, characters you were saying. Yeah, even, even the fifth one, which You've is You've just been lying true. to me. No. So, all oh, uh, star-studded uh, cast, I feel kind of wasted a bit, actually. Yeah, because actually, five of those cast members have won Oscars. That must have... Julianne Moore. Yeah. Halle Berry. Jeff Bridges. Colin Firth. And... Elton John. <laughs> what? He wouldn't oh, have thought. He would, he would have won it for the Lion music. King soundtrack. That'll be it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I'm still standing after yeah. that rendition. Let's uh, uh, uh. see how many of those I can get in. Uh, I'll do all of them. Well, that's one of the things as well, because uh, Julianne Moore's bad guy, uh, Poppy, was her name? Yes. Yeah, um, she has loads of stuff throughout the set that are named after Elton John songs, like her robot dog's called... Benny and Jets. Oh, Jet. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Benny and the Jets. Benny! <laughs> uh, and the rest. And the Jets! <laughs> yep, yep. Um, oh, so, yeah, like, like you said, there's five Oscar winners in here. Yeah. I mean, if you forget Elton John, because he wasn't... I mean, he, he was great, to be fair. Yeah, I really good. enjoyed it. But um, completely wasted cast. And that yeah. was my biggest complaint about this film, is that you've got big names like Channing Tatum, yeah, Jeff agree, Bridges, yeah. all the rest. And they were hard in it. In fact, I think Channing Tatum's character felt... The most wasted. Yeah, he gets sidelined surprisingly early. Pretty quick, yeah, and he's on ice for the rest of the film. He's yeah. a big fat junk on show. <laughs> Huge. I was just like looking at his boxes thinking, he stuffs, surely, because. Imagine that in IMAX. <laughs> what is just. You'd have to have double IMAX just to fit it on. Double IMAX, yeah. <laughs> Could have taken your breath away. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it just doesn't make sense, does it? I yeah, think it, to... felt, it felt. Lacking the film felt lacking because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, too many characters. I think there's too many, too many different storylines that they, they tried to go down, <clears throat> um, and they they didn't beef them out enough. There was there was too much tiny. What's going on here? What's going on there? Mm. Um, that didn't really add to the story. The fact that Halle Berry wants to be an agent, and then next conversation, she next time she's on the screen, she she's an gets agent. one. Yeah. Um, it felt like they. Chang Tatum it was I mean it was obvious by the end that he was just being set up for the next film that's obviously going to happen yeah yeah I think that um, in the first film it took you a long long time to realise the tone of the movie it wasn't until I think maybe the church scene in the first one where um, Colin Firth's character Harry goes, goes mental yeah uh, and, and for to Colin Farrell's uh, Colin Farrell Colin Firth's credit he's <laughs> amazing in, in the fight scenes in yeah, the first yeah. one yeah. Um, and then that's when you start to realise the tone of the movie is that it's a bit silly 
Yeah. And then by the end, all the <laughs> it heads takes are that ultra violent five minute fight scene yeah. to realise. Um, and then by the end, you've got the colourful head explosions. And then you look back on the rest of the movie and you think, oh, okay, the whole film is, is has got this tone. That makes sense. In this one, it didn't need to. And that was quite an alluring thing about the first one. Mm. But in this film, it didn't need to do that because it's already got the first one behind it. And so straight away, you have this high octane car chase with ridiculousness from the offset. Yeah. And what would might explain the poor CGI and visual effects in this is that they paid all the actors to have three minute appearances and the CGI sucked in this movie. They paid all the actors to have three minute appearances? How do you mean? Well, because they've got such good actors. Right. They must have had right, right. a huge budget blown yeah. on, on the cost of paying their God, actors. Oh, that's such a downfall. And like I was reading before, this film actually has 80 more minutes of footage. So yeah, I reckon already. Yeah, so like if you think about it, they probably did use the actors quite a lot, but because they shot so much, they had to reduce it right down, and then that's where we ended up with wasted talent. Yeah, maybe the DVD will have a uh... like the whole extra eighty minutes director's oh, cut, Jesus. final cut. <laughs> yeah, um, and so I think the CGI in this film was was quite jarring actually. Uh, I didn't notice it if I'm completely honest. Well, it jarred the hell out of me. Yeah, well, you are a stuck-up CGI dick, aren't you? Yeah, apparently yeah. so. I mean, I, I, I'm never one to spot that kind of stuff, mostly, apart from some terrible, terrible films. But, yeah, it didn't bother me in the slightest. But this film, I think it was funny. It had good action. Very good action, actually. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the hand um, combat wasn't as good. That bloody electric lasso. Yeah. Which he calls a... What does he call it? In American accent, he doesn't call it a lasso. It's a lasso. Yeah. It's a um, fucking lasso, mate. No, it's a lasso. It's a lasso. Is it? That's... I've never heard anybody in my entire 28 years call it a lasso because it's got one O at the end. Yeah, but it's not an English word. Plus, is isn't, isn't lasso like a, an American-made thing? Yeah, I guess. For cowboys. Yeah. Do we have cowboys over here? No. I mean, we're cows. Yeah. yeah, they're called different. There's something called, they're called Tories. Um, so we we figured out you weren't a fan of the CGI. We weren't a fan of the wasted talent in the film. Like all the really great actors, I haven't got any screen time. Um, was there anything you did like? Loads. I really liked this film actually. It was fun. Uh, it was very take, fun. It was a good time. Yeah, didn't take itself too seriously. The gadgets are fun. Um, I thought that uh, Eggy Eggsy Eggsy was um, was. The same as he was in the first one, likable despite being a chav. Yeah, um, he was. He was less chavvy in this one. Wasn't he was, he? yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like now the ultimate machine. Yes, he had a he had a shirt top off scene, didn't he? He's obviously been working for that. Yeah, not for like two years. Fucking beast. Um, when Poppy Delavine, this is another annoying thing. Poppy Delavine being in this film, the bloody Delavines. Getting into the movie business. Oh, it's unacceptable. They're, 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 they're apparently they're royalty. They're, are they? Yeah, they're um, ancestry. They are just in the perfect position to be celebrities, both of them. They've got rich parents, um, royal ancestry. Mm. They've just fabricated celebrities. And now they're being told... Now, at the bottom of their Instagram bios, they're saying they're actors. Right, <laughs> at the bottom. Yeah. Did you know that you have royal ancestry? You are great, great, great grandson of King Louis from Jungle Book. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotcha! That was hilarious. Uh, I was, I thought you'd done some sort of uh, research. Yeah. So I was like, really? What's it called? The really? thingy tree. Uh, um, so you liked? What did you say you liked? I liked that it was fun. Yeah. I liked the the the, the chemistry between the actors. Um, I still think the fight scenes are good. The fight scenes are good. Really imaginative. Um, it's I don't know how to call it or whether it's just a Matthew Vaughan thing, but he does that thing with the camera. Spins it around. Where it's spinning yeah. and it's moving with the action loads. And it's like, cool, but then after a while you're like, okay, we get it. He got it perfect in the, in the first one. Mm-hmm. In this one, there was a bit where the camera went back on itself and upside down. Um, and it took away a bit from how uh, realistic the fighting looked in the first one mm. because you're looking for those those cuts and the introduction of this electronic lasso yeah um, kind of removed a bit of the the realism. realism you want like the sort of James the new James Bond kind of realism yeah I quite liked that in the first one it was it was 
because uh, that's what this film is, isn't it? It's a it's a spoof spoof of James Bond. It's and, like a spoof of the original James Bonds, like it has yeah. the hamminess of that, yeah. But the ultraviolence um, of the new ones to the point where one of the bad guys in this has a robotic arm, which is quite yeah. That hacks them. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like a uh, like Archer. Reminded me of Archer. It reminded me of uh, Adam Sandler, the hand. Oh yeah, does that have a name? Um, hand, yeah. hand, handy hands. <laughs> um, what else I liked is I thought Elton John's not even a cameo. Elton John had more screen time than Jeff Bridges in yeah. this film. Yeah, he's brilliant. With it, and he was really good. Yeah, very fun. And uh, it's not a spoiler, but it kind of is. But it's not that flying kick. And the yeah. smile that he does, yeah, yeah, so funny. The whole cinema was in stitches. Yeah, I, I think he was a, he was in, it was a weird addition. I didn't know he was going to be in it actually. I don't remember seeing him in any of the trailers or anything. No, so it was a good right. surprise. And I thought, oh, he's just going to be like a, a little cameo in it. Yeah, like they've kidnapped him just so they can listen to him sing whenever they want to, and they just keep him there as a prisoner. I'd do that. Um, like the worst Vegas stint in the world, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, but no, he was in it. He's, he still had a few more scenes and he was fantastic in it. So Yeah, he had great. Um, and every time he was on screen, actually, I was excited to see what, what was going to happen. What, what he was going to do, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed him. Good man. So yeah, good, good action in this film. Um, poor CGI. I liked that the um, the president wasn't a good president. He was a bad president, which is obviously a poke at uh, Donald Trump. I think originally they did have like references and maybe even called him Trump, but they took it all out. Ooh, yeah, dangerous. yeah, yeah. Um, so it was interesting uh, yeah good parts good good CGI in my opinion but okay we'll terrible, disagree terrible. Um, uh, it was a really good time it was funny uh, The I think the main actors were really good yep. Mark Strong got his, his good time in although I think he no I'm not going to spoil anything um, Colin Firth was great in it Taron, Taron Edgerton that's his yeah, name isn't yeah. it yeah they are all great it was just a shame about all the other actors that wasted my favourite thing Potentially about the whole film was the puppies. Remember oh, the puppies? Oh yeah. There was a yeah. little baby pug. Yeah. And there was a little <laughs> other thing, and I don't know what it was. I think it was like a little baby schnauzer. Yeah, it's very, it's very uh, aesthetically pleasing. Oh my god, it just set me off. But what have we done to wolves? To wolves? Oh yeah. Fucks me off. I don't know, but it makes Human my beings. ovaries explode. Human so. beings as a race, we've just destroyed wolves. <laughs> I just wanted to go home and watch Supervet all night. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's some some fantastic puppy appearances, and I'm not talking about uh, Poppy. Poppy Delavine. Poppy Delavine. <laughs> um, Who was that? What's that? that thing you told me after the movie? Because there's a quite a gratuitous um, fingering scene. Yeah, um, we don't want to give too much away. What did I tell you about afterwards? Oh yeah, um, there's a, a scene where Poppy Delavine gets fingered, um, but because Taron Egerton was like, I can't do it, bruv. Um, even though I probably didn't say it like that because he's probably posh in real life, um, he, he really just didn't want to do the filming of that scene. So they got Poppy Delavine's husband to be the handman for that scene um, where the hand goes into a knickers. I thought his, his manicure... Nails was, looked was, very uh, short. Didn't yeah. They? Only they should be if you're but, a spy. Yeah, and if you're about to, you know... Think of someone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, quite, um, quite farcical, this film. But I, I enjoyed in a good it. Way. In a what good way. would your Papa Dom rating be? Do you think six and a half out of ten? Out of ten, yeah. That's a decent amount. Yeah, I think I would give it. Oh, I'm torn. Nothing's right. I'm torn. Yeah, I think it had some surprising bits in it that have helped me bump it up to a seven. Yeah, and it could have been way better if they used the other actors better. It was. I think the first one was more refreshing, and that's the hard part about sequels: is you just can't keep the freshness of it. The difficult, but it still album. did all right. I, actually, my only my other downside was I don't think the villain was fantastic, and I think her defeat in the end was a bit lackluster. But yeah, um, it's hard to do a good ending. Giggity, as we've uh, <laughs> as we've as we've talked about before with movies, they tend to. Yeah. They tend Stephen to... King's terrible at them. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that those are those are fair ratings. Um, it's an enjoyable film. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was amazing. I preferred the first one. Yeah. I'm excited to see the third one. There we go. Good summary. Yeah. I will agree with it. Good. Yeah. Should people go see it at the cinema? Yes. Should they go see it next week when Blade Runner's in? No. No. <laughs> no. You should go watch Blade Runner twice. Yeah.
Anyway, let's go on to uh, a review of our second film, Spider-Man Homecoming. And you had to explain to me what Homecoming was. It's, it's a prom, isn't it? I can't believe you didn't know what home prom... Home prom. Home prom. I can't believe you didn't know what Homecoming was. Well, I've heard of, like, Homecoming Queen. But homecoming thought... King and Queen, yeah. Oh, I thought... So it's, it's the dance that you have at the end of when high school finishes. I'm fucking obsessed with dances over there. It's, it's like it's your chance to, you know... Kiss your girl. I missed my chance. Yeah, because you weren't in American schools. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm junior. You had to wait all that time until you're 24. See, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Spider-Man Homecoming, um, the latest version of Spider-Man, the second time it's been rebooted, following. I think the big Sam com- Raimi's first was the first one in. Yeah, Sam Raimi's was the first proper venture into it. What year was that? 2001. I want to say the first one was in 99. No. Was it? No, 99. The Matrix came out in 99. Star Wars came out in 99. There's no way. This was 2002. 2002? You're correct. Oh my God, well done. (laughs) Yeah, 2002. And I loved the first one. And I liked the second one. Spider-Man 2. The first one was great. The second one was my personal favourite out of all of them. I just think the villain was great. But it's a bit like with The Dark Knight where the villain is what makes the film great rather than the actor because I find it very hard to appreciate Tobey Maguire. Yeah, he is a bit like Marmite, isn't he? He's... It's not that I hate him. I'm just like, oh, it's Tobey Maguire. Yeah, he's a bit vanilla, isn't he? Yeah, but this time we've got um, Tom Holland starring as a much younger Spider-Man. He's 15. 15 in this, although he's 19 when he filmed it. So, you know, the actor's not 15. I hate it when you people... explain his ripped body. Yeah, he's... Bastard! There's not, <laughs> there's not any fat on his body. But I hate it when people who are vastly younger than I am are vastly more successful and better looking and better looking yeah it's really frustrating isn't it yeah um, so in, in this film Marvel finally managed to get Sony to say yeah sure you can use Spider-Man in your films because they've been holding on to him like they wanted to destroy him by themselves they just it's the only like big money it was such a, a big property for them it could have made them so much money that they just kept wanting to flog that horse and yeah. then at the end, Marvel like, please, please stop killing him. And then um, finally got the rights to take him over. It must have cost them. An arm and a leg. But they can afford it now. An arm and two legs. But yeah, they can afford it because they've got Star Wars. They've got all the Marvel films. All the Disney films. They... They've got Star Wars. I thought it was Disney. Sorry, Disney is owned... Uh, Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel. So it's all the same company. So it's all the same money pot. I know. Yeah. Like the two biggest movie companies really in the world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm glad they did. I'm glad they, they let it go because I, I like this film and it was so much better than um, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. You say that, but I actually really enjoyed Andrew Garfield's both his Spider-Man films. I think he's a good Spider-Man. I think he did it well, as does Tom Holland yeah. in this. The 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 talking to yourself and like the the quick the, quips. Yeah, the banter quick, quick. that, and he seems to have it with himself. Um, yeah, it's like, oh my god, the Avengers! And it's just a lot of criminals dressed as the Avengers. Yeah, he's um, he's done a good job. It's very witty. Yeah. Considering he's 19 as well. He's done a hell of a lot of films. Yeah. What did you say? He was on Broadway? He was on Broadway, so he's he's a trained dancer, I think. He was in Broadway um, in Billy Elliot. He's a tiny dancer. Billy Elliot, he's a tiny dancer. There you go, you worked another one in, well done. Yeah. What sacrifice did you make to get that one out of the way? It's the only one I could see on your screen before. <laughs> um, yeah, he was he was absolutely fantastic. And in this film, the whole plot is that um, it's following on from the Avengers films, from that big attack they had when the aliens were attacking the city in the first one. Yeah. And there's um, a crew that are in trying to clean up, but then they get told, no, sorry, your contract's over, we're taking it over, and it actually turns out to be like Stark Enterprises. So as they're now out of jobs... Um, they get really angry and say that's not very fair and then decide to steal a load of alien tech make it into weapons and sell it to criminals which is where um, Michael Keaton's bad guy comes in as the vulture cool bad guy he's a very cool bad guy I love Michael Keaton Michael Keaton is a boss I like him in everything I haven't seen what was that superhero film he was in recently one where he played Spider-Man Homecoming no 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 well, I think he won an Oscar for it, or they, the film won an Oscar. Oh, um, Birdman. Birdman, that's the one. Have you seen that one? Yeah. What was it like? Great. Yeah. It's uh, not an easy watch, but really, really good film. 
Is it? It's, art, it's a very artistic movie. Right, it's a bit of a, a Ed, screenplay. Yeah, and Ed Norton's fantastic in that as well. Mm. I think I need to watch it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, he was great in this as well, I think. Again, he was he, he sympathised with him. Yeah. So they wrote him well in that sense. But it was just, it's Michael Keaton, he's cool. He can, he can be Michael Keaton and he's going to fulfil the role quite easily. Yeah, so he, he ends up creating a lot of alien tech and he becomes the vulture, like one of the classic Spider-Man villains. What I liked is they also worked in Shocker as a villain as yeah. well. He's kind of another lesser known one. It was more of a nod to him than actually yeah. made him. And they didn't, they, didn't, uh, make it, they didn't do what the third Spider-Man was guilty of and, and make him a big villain and then split his uh, Spider-Man's battle up between two. Because that's that was a big problem with the third one is that they had Venom. Venom, yeah. Uh, but also like the terrible Hobbit casting world. of Venom, Tova Grace. Oh, very that's, strange. What the fuck? Just after we finished that seventies show. Was it? Yeah. It feels like a lot later. Mm. Oh, maybe it was a lot later. But yeah, no. Tova to- Grace played Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock's supposed to be a beast. He's supposed <laughs> to be huge. He's supposed to be like a proper jock, and then he just picked this weedy, creepy dude instead. So yeah. completely miscast. Um, but no, it's a good villain. Uh, a good story around it. Tony Stark features a lot in it. Yeah. He's supposed to be Spider-Man's mentor. I think that that relationship plays off pretty well. Yeah, I liked him as this sort of father figure, this, this reluctant father figure. who An uh, imperfect one, for sure, but he knows he is as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, a bit overbearing, a bit over-controlling. But um, I think the, the whole film just had a hell of a lot of charm. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um and it's the first film of the Marvel Universe where um, I've actually felt like it is part of the universe and it's a story that's running parallel to what's going on in the Avenger movies. And mm. Donald Glover makes an appearance. Oh yeah, Childish Gambino. Yeah, Childish Gambino. I love that guy. He's so great. And he plays a guy, I can't remember his, his character's name, um, but it's a bit of a nod to people who are fans of the comic books. So the, the guy he plays is... Um, there's obviously in comic books you get loads of different universes don't you yeah and so there's an alternate universe where Peter Parker dies in a battle with the Goblin oh yeah and instead of it being Peter Parker who ends up as Spider-Man after that it's um, a, a kid called Miles Morales who mm-hmm. was the first uh, mixed race Spider-Man oh yeah, yeah that was interesting um, and in this universe the the uncle of Miles Morales is a guy called the Prowler a criminal oh okay and that's who Childish Gambino plays that criminal but obviously in this reality He's not a criminal. Oh, no, he is, but he's just not He's not a super criminal. criminal. Yeah. Not super criminal. He's yeah. an all right criminal. Yeah. So, but he, he, he says, like, um, they say his name, and it's the, the alias of the Prowler. And he also mentions his nephew, and his nephew obviously being Miles Morales. So that's like ah, a super yeah, geeky, nerdy, like, hey, look what you did there. And all the nerds are there with their popcorn going. <laughs> they call it um, an Easter egg, don't they? Yeah. 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 So that was it. I like that they did that. I like that they, because there's so much source material with Spider-Man. You've got to pay homage to it in certain ways, like including the um, the the web wings that he has for his. Oh yeah, he's almost squirrel suit. They were originally in the the Amazing Spider-Man. The amazing, in his first appearance in Amazing Fantasies, he had it straight from the get-go. So it was good to see them come back, actually. Yeah, I I really the CGI in this is great to the point where I didn't actually feel like I was taken out of the movie at any point. No. Um, in either the explosions or the action sequences. Uh, there's a pretty big set piece where a boat gets torn in half. Yeah. Um, and at no point did I think, oh, this looks cheap or yeah. anything like that. It's Marvel. It's which is cheap. It's not at all. Which is I can tell you why. Completely though. different to Kingsman. So yeah, <laughs> the um, the this time around it was Industrial Light and Magic who did all the CGI and stuff for the Spider-Man. Whereas in the past it's always been one of Sony's companies. Ah. Yeah. So they knocked it up a notch with Industrial Light and Magic because again. Disney on them. Money. So. <laughs> um, yeah, and you, you mentioned whilst we were watching it the um, the scene where he's climbing into his bedroom and it was very well done. He was just sort of... He's, Shit, yeah. He's when he's crawling on the roof. Because yeah. I thought, oh God, they filmed that so well because like, how do you do it and make it look like he's walking on the ceiling? They must have just turned it all upside down and shot it. But then he comes off the ceiling and I'm like, oh, And that's what I mean. That was that's good. What, that's what I mean by it. I just didn't... I didn't even notice that that was impressive because yeah. it just seamless, seamlessly... It's like, oh, it's Spider-Man climbing the ceiling. Of course, that's what Spider-Man does. <laughs> he does whatever a Spider-Man can. Um, as well as his hot Aunt May. Marissa Tomei? Maybe that's why they hired her. It's literally Marissa Aunt Tomei. It's quite an odd casting, I have to say, because she's supposed to be an old... Well, in the comics she is. ...withered woman. But 
I like that twist on it anyway because I think it's probably a bit more relatable. Like, yeah, we 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 tend to prefer good-looking people. Well, I'm glad they didn't do a um another origin story. That would have pissed me off. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> or I've taken it now. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't. Uncle Ben wasn't even mentioned. In fact, I think it was slightly alluded to because he says at some point like, all... "I'm sorry for worrying you." Um, yeah. Or you know, I shouldn't worry Aunt May because everything she's gone through, yeah, that's that kind it. of thing. So. Um, and you don't need to do another origins film no like everybody knows Uncle Ben dies that's what makes him become a hero he says with great power comes great responsibility it's been done and thankfully they just walked straight past it and was like let's jump into this thing yeah um, and it was fun it was fun to see uh, to see him get to grips with his, his new suit that uh, Tony Stark's bought him yeah um, and it was quite it was quite uh, the, the, the suit has got this this sort of Jarvis thing where he can speak to it. Yeah. Um, what did he call it? Karen, he called it in the end. Do you know who plays Karen? Ooh. Who voice actors, no, actresses no. him? Jennifer Connelly. Who is Jarvis's wife? Exactly. There you yeah. go. You got it. That was the link. It's so what's weird, that, doesn't it? What's that it? character, the actor's name? Paul Bettany. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Bettany, Jennifer Connelly, married in real life from A Beautiful Mind is where they met each other, I would have thought. Yes, I think so. Maybe. Um, yeah, and it's just funny to see that little... Like, oh, it's his wife, it's Joe, it's his wife, it's uh, Lady at work thinks I look like Paul Bettany. I can see that. Really? Yeah. Well, I think you look like Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's um, do something about it. So this is, a, a, I think, a good example of a film where the characters weren't wasted, mostly. Like, he, he has a best friend that he called Ned. Never seen him in the comics before, but fair enough. Um, but no, he was really good. I think he, he's played it well. He wasn't. He was good comic relief. The two of them together had a really good... Um, chemistry uh, I think the one that kind of was wasted was um, the actress Zendaya although I've never heard of her apparently is a massive star in America and has a massive following on social media with younger kids oh is she one of these Instagram celebs? yeah she was she was there and she just kind of acted like the wise cracking girl in the group yeah it's, 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 and again it's an archetypal character isn't it there's that, that wise cracking I'm better than everyone at school um, kind of gothy Darky, smarty. She looked stoned the entire way through the film. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they wanted her to open her eyes fully, they'd have to pay her more. <laughs> it's a five hundred dollars extra per eye. <laughs> That's probably way less than it's supposed to be. I'd love Although, it. Although, to be just... fair, Hannibal Bryce, Bryce. Oh yeah, was in it, but he was kind of wasted. He, he was. He was Coach Wilson, but not Wilson as in. Wilson. Oh, the eagle guy in the Avengers. Falcon. Ah. He's yeah. a Wilson as well, isn't he? Is he? I think so. Don't care. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. And no. who, she's she's going to be a, a proper character in the next films, isn't she? Yeah, I think she's going to star more. It just seems like... Uh, it's, it's almost like they just kept her for a slightly mediocre reveal that was pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, but the, film's, the film is not guilty of doing that with the, with the bad guy. I liked the bad guy a lot, yeah. actually. His story arc, and um, you do feel for him. And there was a moment in this film where I was genuinely shocked. And I did not see a certain thing happening. Or no. Uh, <laughs> There's no homecoming for uh, this thing. No, no. It's the, uh, for anybody who has seen it, we're not going to go into full detail, but we all just allude and say, the moment he opens his door, when he tries to pick up his date for the homecoming dance, yeah. that was the shocker. That was the shocker. Wait, you're going to do that? Good. That's good. Uh, um, and it was, yeah, it was, it was. It was nice to see that the bad guy wasn't a superhero. He was just a, a normal guy, normal intelligence. Um, had had some kind of rules as well. Yeah, he had. He had more. He had a code. Yeah, he had a code. Um, has a code. <laughs> and it made it. It just made it more believable. I think mm. it wasn't. They weren't fighting against. Aliens, because it's it's a nineteen year old kid who's just getting used to his powers. He's not going to fifteen year old kid, fifteen year old kid, nineteen year old actor, mm. just getting used to his acting powers. <laughs> uh, and they're not. He's not going to go up against some uh, massive thing. And actually, uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, appears quite a few times to rein him in. Yeah. Once he appears without even actually being there, he sends his suit to do it. That was quite cool. That was cool. Yeah, I, I, think did, I did wonder why he hadn't removed his. I, I think um, I figured that out but then I was like oh is it just so they didn't have to pay Tony Stark like um, yeah, yeah, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. any more money but then he was actually in the scene yeah. because he was being filmed somewhere in like India or something I don't, don't forget it's his Disney money yeah 
Like, this is his eighth appearance as Iron Man now. Eight? He must be so rich. Why does he keep working? Yeah. <laughs> does he enjoy it? He must do. Well, he's just playing himself, isn't he? Pretty much. It's his... It's his. It's the new version of him. It's, yeah. it's um, Robert Downey Jr. 2.0. The best kind. Yeah. The Hulk buster. I don't know. But no, it's a really good film. Was there anything you didn't like about it? I was thinking that when we were watching it, because I, I was watching it, got towards the end, and I was thinking, what am I going to rate this film? Because I didn't... Not... There was nothing that I didn't like about it. Yeah. But... But... It's not a 10 out of 10. No. Um... But I don't know why. It was just... Uh, it's because it didn't make you... You didn't love it. Yeah. You just really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, I thought... I've seen the Spider-Man storyline so many times. Mm. Um, but this was just a new take on it. And it was fresh. It wasn't... The the, the guilt... The second reboot of the storyline of, of Spider-Man was guilty of not changing enough. Yeah. Uh, this one changed just enough to make it fresh and interesting like Spider-Man's got gadgets his suit does different things which I didn't see coming I, I thought this would just be pretty similar to Andrew Garfield's yeah um, so it changed just enough about it to keep it fresh and exciting and interesting and almost like I was being introduced to Spider-Man again not necessarily a reboot as well because I think because they missed the origin story out and just kept going it just felt like oh you know this is Spider-Man we're not doing anything different here la 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 yeah 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 uh, and I liked it. And I like... I mean, I don't go mad for these Marvel films. I didn't really care much for this. Is, this, is there a second Avengers film? That yeah, one Age of Ultron. Yeah. Didn't go crazy for that. That's yeah. when we first see uh, Spider-Man. But again, it's like hard to do sequels well, as I was saying. Yeah. Um, and I don't really care much about these superhero films, but I... Fair play to them. I really enjoyed this film. Um, and I'm really excited to see Thor Ragnarok as well. Yeah. That looks cool as well. Yeah, and it looks funny. And I think that's what it needs. It needs that good balance of action... And humour to make it a proper Marvel film. And that's yeah. what the DC Universe has lacked. And this one's got it in abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, who's directing the um, Thor Ragnarok? It's that Kiwi uh, guy who did... Tahiti... I want to say Wakiki, but I think I'm just making that name up because it sounds... It's Taika Watiti. I was close. You were close. Um, but he did um, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, I love so that film. So much I've seen it twice. And um, I don't watch films twice very often. So. Yeah, no, I've seen it quite a few times. Um, so I, I would give this film a. I want to say 7.75 out of 10. Fair. I can't give it an 8 because I just didn't love it. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed oh, it. And it was great. And there wasn't much wrong with it. I guess the only thing I, it was at certain times when I'm going. It's going to be slow, isn't it? Not much has happened. Yeah. And, uh, but that, that was it. And then that, that quickly went away. So that was the only complaint. Sometimes it was a bit like, oh, I'm watching a movie rather than completely... Engrossed. Engrossed in it. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but I would give this a seven, I think. Seven. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I can't say much bad about it other than it's a story that's been told before, but this is a fresh take on it. I think we're getting superhero fatigue as well. That might be it as well. I think if this was the first Spider-Man movie I'd seen, I'd probably give it... I'd wet my pants. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, uh, yeah, when uh, it's out on DVD relatively soon, go see it, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Yeah, definitely go see it. Cool. Let us play the game. Oh, I'm excited for this one. I have no idea what... uh, I know you were talking to me earlier about what it was. Yeah. But I wasn't listening. I haven't got a name for it, though. Okay. Um, You've got ten seconds. I think I will come up with a name. I saved the website on my phone, so I can tell you and test you. Um, I am going to call the film... The game. Six Naked Pigs. (laughs) Because that's the first thing I'm going to test you on. So, the idea is that uh, when a film comes out in a different country... Like we found out last week with Pirates of the Caribbean, they don't always have the same name. Like Pirates of the Caribbean was called Salazar's Revenge in one country, and another country was called uh, Dead Men Tell Terrible, terrible title. Yeah. But sometimes the translation goes awry. Ooh. So what happens is it gets translated into something like I don't know Chinese or this Japanese. Is a, this is a very good game. And then when you translate it back into English, yeah, it's just it's so wrong. completely weird. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you what the name of these films are that have been translated directly back into English and you have to guess what they are. Okay. Okay. Is this easy? That sounds like Some it's Some of them easy. are easier than others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first one 
which is, the game is named after, oh. is Six Naked Pigs. And it's the Chinese translation of this film. Six Naked Pigs. Mm-hmm. All right. This is already harder than I thought it would be. And I knew the title of the game. Six Naked Pigs. I can give you a clue. Is it the movie adaptation of Animal Farm? No. <laughs> uh, here's your clue. Okay. Robert Carlyle stars. stars. Ha! Huh, no way! Yeah? You got the it? The Full Monty. The Full Monty, yes. Yeah, Six is... Naked Pigs. That's what it's called in China. Why? I guess because um, yeah. Full Monty's a colloquial... I can't say yeah, it. Yeah. Colloquialism. How do you say it? Colloquialism. 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 Yeah, I'll do. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe there's a word I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a child. Um, yeah, that's that's what it's called, Six Naked Pigs. And that's, it must be um, an English thing to call it, mate. So they need to call it something else. Well, Four Monty's when you get all of your, you know... You get knackered! You get the whole, the whole, the Four Monty, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so... Do uh, they say that in China? Would you like half or Six Naked Pigs? <laughs> this is the name of their English breakfast. Yeah. Right, you ready for moving number two? I am. If you leave me, I delete you. That's the Italian name for this film. If you leave me, I delete you. Um, is it a horror film? No. Is it a comedy? Forgetting Sarah Marshall? No. I get what you're on to there, but no. It's a good guess, but not quite. Is it her? No. Okay, give me another clue. Jim Carrey. Oh, I love this film. Yeah? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotlight. I think I'm giving you the lead actor or actress like gives yeah. you like way too much information. Uh, this is a great film, and I actually cried the first time I watched it. I think I've just gone through a pretty heavy breakup, and I was yeah. watching this thinking, these are all the emotions I'm feeling right I now. I wish I could delete her. Yeah, there's even a scene where I think Jim Carrey's eating, and I'm like, I'm, I'm hungry too. This film knows me. <laughs> um, okay. This one is too easy, but I'm going to say it just because it's funny. Warm shots. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the translation from the Czech Republic. Brilliant. Do they not have a word for hot? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe the word warm rhymes with shots. Ma- yeah, there. maybe it's like, you know, when they don't use the number four in Chinese because it sounds like the word death. Oh, is that right? The Chinese word for death. Sounds very Shit. very close to the Chinese word for the number four. So they don't say it very often. So that's why they find the number four an unlucky number. Um, okay, yeah, you've got that one. Hot no. shots. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, how about Mr. Cat Poop? Mr. Cat Poop? Yeah. I wouldn't get this one because I've not seen the film, but I'm hoping that you have because it's quite a famous one. Mr. Cat Poop? I have no idea. Jack Nicholson? Um, as good as it gets? Yeah. Is it that? Yeah. No way. Why is it called that? I don't know. I don't remember there being a bit. I don't remember anything to do with cat poop. God, I bet people listening now have seen this film going, it's obvious why it's called this cat <laughs> There's poop. a half an hour scene where a cat is shitting into a litter tray. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's maybe, maybe. Cat, cat poop, because he's, um, he's a bit of a downer in, the, in this film. He's like, he's really negative. He's a misanthrope. Right. Uh, so that would make sense. He's a, you know, he's a cat poop. Yeah, it's maybe in China, what, what this is translated from in the Chinese language, cat poop is... is the sort of thing that's... A grumpy old man. Yeah. You're being such a cat poop. <gasps> <laughs> How dare you say you're that? You're getting it, you're getting it. Um, okay. Uh, well done for getting that one. You're on, what, three, four points? Uh, I've gotten every single one right, but you have to help me. Yeah. Um, this film's called Sexy Dance. <laughs> uh, Showgirls? No. Uh, sexy Dance? Mm-hmm. Is the it, French um, translation. Oh, what's that film? Uh, the one with Patrick Swayze. No. What is that film called? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, yeah. But no. Uh, is it about dancing? Yes. Is it Save the Last Dance? No. Is it Honey? No. What? What is it? It stars the man who everything he years in touches the gold. Turns to gold. Oh, Magic Mike. No. The one where he met his wife. Who's he married to? Jenna Dwayne Tatum. <laughs> That's actually her name. Uh, now she got married. Step up. Step up. Oh, yeah. did you get it or did you get it because I was starting to say? I it? was going to say it, but yeah, I would have, I would have said Magic Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can take that one off me. I've never seen the Step Up movies. Thank God. So I've heard this one in the past, and it really made me laugh the first time. If you get it, I'll be amazed, but it's a good one. This is another Chinese translation. Oh, it seems to be the Chinese ones are the funniest ones. Hmm. One night, big belly. One night, big belly. 
Because belly, having a big belly is not to do with eating food. Oh, it's uh, knocked up. Yeah, ah. my clothes are too easy, damn it. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. One yeah, night. One Night Big Belly. That's, that's, that's what it's called in China. That's a, I mean, that's a funny film uh, title. They should have called Knocked Up One Night Big Belly. <laughs> uh, right, oh. Oh, God, they have one of my favourites in. Um, the, the name of the film, the translation, the Argentinian title, Vaseline. Jesus. Yeah. Lube. Lube. No, there's not a film called Lube as far as I'm aware. Um, At least one that's not on RedTube. I think you'll find there's about eight or nine films <laughs> called Lube. Uh, I lube you. What's it called? Vaseline. Vaseline, yeah. Think about the textual properties of Vaseline. It's like goop. Yeah, how would you describe its feelings on your fingers? Uh, icky. Yeah, more words. Icky, bicky. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, like viscous. Um, viscous, yeah, the of. movie. It's slippery. It could be wet. No, I don't think I'm giving you very good clues this time. John Travolta. Oh my god! Why would they call it Vaseline? <laughs> because maybe that the word that is Greece doesn't exist in Argentinian. That is so. Maybe funny. literally, it's like when you call a, a jacuzzi a jacuzzi instead of a hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they have to have changed the lyrics to the songs? Vaseline is the word, is the word that you heard. It's got icky bicky quality. Vaseline. Okay. The hitman is not as cold as he thought. Chinese translation again. The hitman is not as cold as he thought. Yeah. Um, the hitman thought he was really cold. And then he's not. he realised he wasn't that cold. Leon the Professional. Yeah. Because the little girl Natalie Portman wants yeah. That's a great movie. Uh, I have never seen it. Oh. I know. Stop the podcast. We'll watch it now. <laughs> so, so, yet another Chinese one. And my favourite one that I've had so far, because it's the most spoilerific title I've ever heard for a film. <laughs> like, it's a proper twist of a film. And then you listen to the title, you're like, you've completely ruined the twist of this film. But the film's called He's a Ghost. <laughs> and it's a Chang Tatum film. No, no, no. Where did oh. you get Chang Tatum from? I thought you said Chang Tatum was amazing. No, no, no. It's just that—that's the uh, plot twist of the film. Sense. Yeah, amazing. They literally imagine if someone could, if imagine if the Sixth Sense were just called He's a Ghost here. He's a Ghost. That would ruin the entire yeah. fucking film. It's like Chinese people don't like surprises. I mean, I'm not too far. I do like birthday surprises though, but I can only imagine that because I've never had one. This one you'll never get. Right. I'm going to tell you just because it's weird. Okay. Okay. Chinese translation, yet again. It's just called Excitement 1995. <laughs> Speed. No. <laughs> Honestly, you'll never get it. Excitement 1995. Is it in 1995? Um, I think it's from 1995. I wouldn't be able to tell you without checking. Uh, Excitement 1995. I'll give you one clue. Go on. The number one film in IMDb Top 100. Wow. I don't even know what that is. No? 95. What is it? Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is it called Excitement 1995? The excitement of escaping from a prison? That's it's, even, it's not even set in 1995, is it? No, no, I think it's set I, uh, isn't, before that. Chinese titles are fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's a Stephen King story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, you will get this one pretty much straight away. It's a French one. So... It's surprising how weird even the French can get these movie titles. But instead of being called its famous title, in France it was called The Young People Who Traverse Dimensions While Wearing Sunglasses. Bill and Ted? No. You're very close. Because there's a clue in what you just said. Oh, The Matrix? Yeah. And they called it that. Why couldn't you just call it La Matrix? La Matrix. La Matrix. Uh, very, very strange. Well, what was it again? The young people who traverse dimensions while wearing sunglasses. They even traverse into dimensions, they're dialing into the Matrix, they completely got the idea. Yeah. I <sighs> should have called it He's the One. Um, in Germany, they have a film called A Twin Seldom Comes Alone, which sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Twins because obviously, seldom come they're alone. twins. Yeah. They don't come alone. <laughs> no. What's a it's, uh, that's that's the, the foreign translation of the film. A Twin Seldom Comes Alone. Yeah, think of a film about twins. Well, is that movie Twins? Yes, but it's not that film. Uh, maybe about Twins. Don't know. 
Parent Trap. Oh. Oh, you could have got that. Yeah, one. I could have got that if I if I'd not removed Lindsay Lohan from my mind. <laughs> I think you're gonna get this one. Mysterious murder in snowy cream. <laughs> mysterious murder Yet in again, snowy cream. Chinese translation. Um Mysterious murder in snowy cream. Is it a film? Oh, it's Fargo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just... Uh, Brilliant. I like it. It's better than Fargo. Here's an interesting one. So, um, <clears throat> this is from Israel. Okay, and they changed the name of the title because... Well, you'll probably see why, but the film is called It's Raining Falafel. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> is it for... Is it for religious reasons they changed it? Um, yeah, just I think because they don't eat the food it was originally named afterwards because of religious reasons. It's a sausage party. In the, no, no, no. It's older than that. Animated one, though. It's raining for Oh, um, oh. Go on, push meeples, it out. A chance of... Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Well, it's that, yeah. They changed it to It's raining falafel. I like And that. if you look at it, meatballs kind of look like falafel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. Very clever. Very There's a leak in the boat. <laughs> okay, right. Last couple of ones. Um, how about my partner with the cold snout? German translation. Mein partner with the cold snout. What has a cold snout? Ein Hund. Yeah. Think of a film about Ein Hund. Is it Turner and Hooch? No. Jim Belushi. Oh, what is this? He's a cop. I know. With his I partner. Know. He's a boxer. What oh, would you also call a dog? God. A pooch? Almost. A... Also the name of the dog in Doctor Who. God. Canine. There you go. Canine. I well loved done. that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good film. Is it Dendidu too? Uh, I don't know. Uh, um... Zany son-in-law, zippy grandkids, sour father-in-law. That's the Thai translation. Jesus. Do you want that again? Meet the fuckers? Uh, little fuckers, actually. Yeah, ah, yeah. yeah pretty close. Um, uh, <laughs> I've never heard this one before. Chinese one. Just send him to university unqualified. Uh, no idea. Tom Cruise. Risky business? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> God bless the Chinese. Uh, we need to go to the cinema in China. We should do a special podcast. Yeah. Do a, Oh, right, okay. The Teeth from the Sea. French. Uh, Jaws? Yeah, oui. Yeah. Oh, I said yeah. Yeah, oui. <laughs> uh, Teeth from the Sea. It's so literal. Actually, I have one more. Shoot. The Eighth Passenger 3. So this is the third <laughs> in the Eighth Passenger series. It's the Israeli translation. Eighth passenger. Yeah. So three of them. Toy Story. No. It's older than that. It's a. I guess you'd call it a horror. Space horror. Space horror. Alien. Yeah, Alien Three. That's a good title. Eighth passenger. That's quite scary. Yeah, because I'm guessing what the seven passengers in the first one. Yeah. And the eighth and one is the alien. That's yeah. genius. Cool. Um, I've no idea what you scored because I wasn't taking it down. I got but 100%. I think um, there's maybe other one or two that you didn't get and I actually said before it, you're not going to get this one. So I think I'm going to give you 100%. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, cool. Um, did you enjoy that game? I loved it um, and I feel more educated because of it. I feel like I like that game because then you can take those and as interesting facts to people in water cooler conversations where you're like, did you know that in France, <laughs> Jaws was called the Teeth from the Sea? Teeth from the Sea. And the Knocked Up was called One Night Big Belly. That was my favourite, actually. Maybe you can say that if you ever get your girlfriend accidentally pregnant. Oh, no. Like, oh, no, One Night Big Belly. <laughs> That's how I feel off those pizzas. Yeah, damn it. End of the podcast. Episode eight. Oh, eight, the lucky number in China. I thought it was seven. No, it's eight. Is it? Yeah, that's why I like the, to get the registration. Eight, 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 eight. It was absolutely crazy, and that's why 
I wonder if that's why um, what they call fruit machines. Ah, Triple uh, H is like the looking number. That's very very clever. <sighs> Full of interesting stuff. Um, anyway, so thanks for listening. <laughs> As I said, episode nine. God, I just did the weirdest little laugh. There. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> anyway, um, next episode, feature length episode on Blade Runner twenty forty nine. We hope you're looking forward to that one as much as we are. So join us for that next week. And um, what we've also done is made a website. It's very sexy, actually. And by we, you mean you. I have I've done nothing to all. Done most of the work, yeah. <laughs> um, sponsored by Wix.com. If you want to make your own website, I'm not going to finish that sentence because Wix hasn't paid me any money. So Wix, bring it on down. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to try and host our podcast on there now so you can find a link to it. But as always, if you want to listen to our podcast, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Player FM seems to be a good one for Android listeners, uh, but we're also on loads of different Android podcasts, so we would love it if you would subscribe and uh, give us a review, potentially five stars, because that means other people get to listen to us more, helps them find us. Yeah, and there is, I mean, there are literally millions of people out there who need to find us. Exactly. That have yet to do so. I saw a random person on Instagram before who had like 6,000 views on something that was completely nonsensical, and I'm like... Why do I have 6,000 views on my Instagram posts when they are amazing? It's because we need to buy followers, that's why. Oh, investment. Okay. Um, So yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. Should we do the theme tune on the way out again? (laughs)